Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Theme Show, episode number six. I'm Ryan, joined by Justin and Nick. Hey, guys. Howdy, howdy. Uh, it's all good. I've got, a, I've got a bit of congestion today, so I'll work through that and probably uh, stay quiet as much as possible, which is usually good for the show, I think, whether I'm sick or not. Um, did, did, did it feel better for you this time, Nick, now that there was music at the beginning? Does that make it, it felt better? so much more natural for me. I, yeah. I just feel like it's going to be a great show because of the music. Just because of that, now it works. I am so in the mood right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so how have you guys been? It's, we're, we're doing uh, a day early show this week because, Nick, you are headed to somewhere better than Indiana. Well, I don't know that it's better, but well, yeah, so I'm, I'm headed out of town. And obviously, if even if I was out of town, I'd still be able to do this. So That's true. It's, it's a little bit easier doing it, kind of the home base setup, though. Sure. I'm actually interested uh, and curious about what it'll be like next week since I'll be I'll be out, but it'll be cool. Oh, well, we'll make it work. We'll get you on a sat phone or something. I don't know. I'll be the I'll <laughs> be the first official uh, co-host of a show that does it from a completely remote you, uh, uh, s- setup. You you will definitely have to uh, you know could phone it in. Let's get your cell phone. That'd be terrible, but yeah, it would work. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm taking my whole mobile rig. <laughs> We'll make so it happen. One way or the other. There's a the reason why I bought this all this stuff this way, so I could be anywhere. Yeah. So let's have to uh, put your Mac Pro in the check-on baggage. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Pelican case for it. <laughs> Gracious, That's never happening. But yeah, uh, I'm headed to Houston for about a week and a half, so it'll be cool. Cool, cool. Uh, and then me and Jones will just be here. <laughs> yep, you guys are exciting. Uh, I'll tell you what I, but we do have um we were talking about this uh there are a couple of of camps happening i think in the midwest here we we're talking i need to get the exact date for columbus uh july middle of like, july yeah okay so that's about a month and a half away yet and um if i'm around one I'm definitely too. going why wouldn't you be around well yeah if you're not if you're not globe trotting at the time then you know maybe you'll make it out my plan is to leave and just never come back <laughs> but you know how that works. Yeah, you, you yeah. can make me go over to your to your house and, and box up all your stuff and send it to your new apartment. Seriously, like I leave and I'm like, "Hey Jones, I need you to get a rider truck, take my room, <laughs> and deliver it to me." Thanks. Well, I'll, I'll be there in 19 hours. That would be beautiful. So at least in the med- in the Midwest, we do have yeah. In July is where Camp Boston. In uh, June, actually, so it's t- so that's two and a half months away. My bad. Milwaukee is what I must have been thinking of, which is the beginning. Oh of yeah, June. that's coming up. Uh, which isn't quite Midwest, but it's uh, closer than many word camps. And then there's also actually the same weekend as WordCamp Kansas City. So ah. that'll be a that'll be a de- either a decision or a red eye one way or the other. <laughs> we'll see what that turns into. Yeah, and I don't even know that I would consider uh, Milwaukee part of America, so or the United States. <laughs> part of the, they've it's, seeded. It's more Canada, I feel like. Yeah, it's kind of Canada. I don't know if you guys haven't seen it yet. Here, I'll, I'll post the the link. Uh, let me get the actual. Website theirs is one of the cooler uh, WordCamp websites I've seen in a while. I just ah. dropped the link into the uh, IRC room because I know you guys are watching that too. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh yeah, nice. cool. It looks it's like really the Obama, cool Obama campaign for WordCamp. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's hope for WordCamp Milwaukee. WordCamp hope. Wow, <laughs> that's definitely a show name right there. Obama with <laughs> Obama <laughs> WordCamp. I've only I, I've not been to uh, at least I don't think I've been to a WordCamp Milwaukee. I don't think so. Um, I think I, what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking of, is Minneapolis-St. Paul, which is not yes. at all Milwaukee, but in the same. I've reserved it in the same sort of general area of the country, 
which is why I probably thought of it. But yeah. um, the five hour range, the five hour range. Uh, but uh, I have had a bad airport experience there, which is always kind of going to give me a bad taste in my mouth. But maybe I'll have to uh, overcome that for this year's camp. Well, it's Detroit for Christ's sake. Exactly. So come on. That. <laughs> oh, see, now I feel bad for making a joke at Detroit's expense. Oh no. I mean, Detroit, the weather was okay, so it's not yeah, too bad. It was, actually, we had a, had a good time. Um, and uh, if you see in the chat room, question about Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. I don't know when that WordCamp is, so whenever I, that WordCamp is, I'm sure that's when I'll be there. I don't think they've ever had one. So, uh, Well, not not there, but I know there's been one in Raleigh. I went to that one last year. And there's a question about what happened to WordCamp <laughs> exactly. Raleigh. I do not know. Um, I, know. I don't see it on the WordCamp Central list, uh, which I should uh, paste into the notes as well. It's like it don't. fell into the Bermuda Triangle. Probably yeah. the same thing that happened to the Fort Wayne Ward camp. Well, but Raleigh is pretty established. They've had a few oh. uh, before. Um, the uh, I, I believe it's it's normally run by, and I'm and I'm blanking now. Blame the congestion, but uh, all in one SEOs. Um, uh, sorry, I forget his name. But th- there's really smart people that always organize it. And I'm sure it's happening this year. It just hasn't maybe gone into the cycle. But I haven't heard anything one way or the other yet. Yeah, because it's not even on the uh, planned list either. No. But, I mean, you know, it could be. We'll see. Whoever yeah. built this theme for WordCamp Milwaukee needs to release it for free. You like it? Well, but then it would it, it would be kind of weird if everybody's site looked like the Milwaukee site. I mean, Well, I mean, just the, <laughs> the general kind of theme. It doesn't have to be the same color. Obviously, give you a different color scheme and work good. But we'll just build a bunch of options like Weaver 2. It would be perfect. Just It's just nice. It's just simple. Like yeah, and, and mentioning Weaver 2 reminds me that I never finished that screenshot to put it up. Oh, right. Well, that screenshot's going to take you about it, a year uh, and Yeah, half. no. It's, it's, it, I mean, it, I probably spent a good 25 minutes on it before just trying to put together that huge it, – it'll, it'll end up being like a poster when I'm done. We'll have to get some made, make them available to uh, – Oh, that would be – I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll print you one because it'll, it'll be two foot wide on my printer and yeah. <laughs> yeah, 10 feet long. Yeah, exactly. I think it, it only rightly deserves a place in my room. Uh, simply because it's my name. So <laughs> true. I'll frame it, and I will. Name. I will hang it on my walls with honor. Uh, that be your your firstborn would be Weaver too. <laughs> I'm not. All my children are gonna be named numbers, as they so. should be. So yep. believe but, it or not, we do actually have WordPress related <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, we first should jump into that. Yeah, um, Nick, why don't you start, Nick? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so. Uh, I got this crazy idea today to, or not today, but a few days ago to uh, kind of create a landing page for my 2010-themed uh, uh, personal blog. Um, and I totally ripped the design off of About.me, which is uh, just a simple, basically, business card-styled landing page uh, reference website uh, where you kind of tell people what you do and, and what businesses you own and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, with that theme kind of kind of design i was trying to figure out how to best do it and um i had installed a edit uh css custom plugin um and so i had had a landing page already kind of like made there uh ryan immel had helped me kind of like get that set up and so yeah we spent a whole i don't know a few hours just kind of like him talking me through how to do it and uh kind of actually helped a little bit simply because uh you know i'm not really familiar with like how the cascade cascading CSS works. And, um, so it was a little bit of informational for me, but I felt like it, it turned out pretty well. And after we got done, um, we had just done it to where the image was basically full size, um, but wasn't responsive to the web browser size. So, um, later on, I 
browsed a few websites and spent the entire next day trying to figure out how to make it responsive to the web browser. And so now it's fully responsive to the web browser. Um, the content uh, box adjusts um, with the uh, sc- uh, the the uh, the changing of the browser size. It's not perfect, um, but yeah, all done with uh, with some CSS. So um, I was happy. That was what I that was what I spent a couple days on this week. So that that's about as as theme oriented as I can get right now. Yeah, it was. I, I it was kind of fun. I mean, I've helped uh, you guys with a number of, of kind of WordPress things over the years. Uh, and what was fun about this one, and I, I mentioned before we started podcasting here, that I think it would be a fun kind of intro or beginner tutorial to put up on the blog, uh, just because um, it it's kind of a nice introduction to CSS and sort of modifying a theme. It didn't didn't require creating like a, a page template. It's just modifying 2010 using, like you said, the edit. Custom CSS plugin uh, that I, I think it's a WordPress.com plugin. Yeah, um, it is. even though there are a couple out there that do pretty much the same thing, but it probably took. I mean, what would you say? Probably maybe thirty lines of CSS. I mean, it didn't take much. Yeah, it wasn't that much. No, um, it, it, hide everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it'll be kind of a nice, uh, you know, uh, tutorial for. Because I mean, what you did could also be accomplished just as easily on on WordPress.com or anywhere else. I mean, it's it's a really uh, easy sort of thing. So it's. Yeah, yeah, I just need to write that up. And I, you know, I didn't really want it. I don't, I mean, it'd be nice if 2010 was responsive or whatever, but I don't. I 2011 think 2010, is. 2011 is, yes. Um, but you like which, 2010 better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there are things I like about it better. I don't need all the, 2011 has just too much stuff in it, and I like the way that, it, it's it's one thing here, uh, I think this is kind of important to know. I think a lot of people, when they get something they like, uh, they don't really care to change it or go to the new, the next new thing. So when 2011 came out, I was like, oh, that's nice, but kind of like, Nothing wrong with the theme I have currently. So, um, yeah, I'm sticking with 2010. It's not responsive, but it looks okay in the browser on my phone and on my computer. So, if anybody else sees it and says it looks terrible, um, it looks fine for me. So, I think we were, uh, um, while we were kind of working on it and kind of playing with the dimensions and how. Easily or quickly, you can make it kind of look like your. And we should probably post a link to your. Do you still have your about.me up somewhere? I actually deleted the account. Okay, so now we don't have <laughs> comparisons, but you, shoot, people can get the idea just by seeing the page. I think um, you can go to somebody. Else. Oh, there's plenty of about.me's. Do uh, <laughs> but in, in any case, uh, we were talking either last was it last show? No, it was the show. But it was two shows ago about the the theme customizer coming in 3.4, and. Uh, He's, oh, in the chat, he's talking about the title of the uh, in the it displays in the browser. Um, yeah, it, but I, I don't see that either. Maybe uh, it might not be clear that it's this is like the homepage of his blog and not actually like an about.me landing page. I, I love the, the chat <laughs> because we posted a link. Now the chat room is kind of like picking apart your your website, which is kind I of funny. So. Hey, that's fine with me. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, I know it's not perfect, and uh, there's definitely some things I still need to do with it. But it's supposed to look exactly like about.me. I am ripping off the theme design. I'm doing it completely intentional, and if anyone... Well, I mean, it's the... It's a, yeah, it, that's that's cool. There have I mean, been plenty of kind of sites looking like this, so I don't think it's nearly as much. I mean, it's your photo, so sure. it's not that far off. But anyway, the theme customizer, uh, we kind of mentioned while we were playing with it, you know, late into the night when we were kind of tweaking this stuff for your site, that the theme customizer will be cool for modifying all the theme. It'll be neat when, and I'm sure whether this is something that's kind of baked into the customizer via core or whether this comes in 
uh, via a plugin later on when you can use that customizer for things like this on a page by page basis. I think that'll probably that that could get really interesting too. Um, you know, if you could yeah. uh, basically use the the customizer to kind of make a and I, and I talk about it like it's out, but it's not yet. But you know, what you can play with if you download the um, beta release of three point four, I think making something like this possible for an end user to just kind of produce on their own could uh, kind of add a lot of power to WordPress. And there are themes that kind of do stuff like this, but um, anyway. Well, I'd definitely be interested in that uh, tutorial when you finish writing it. I think that would be a way to help me learn how to target CSS elements better, mm-hmm. um, seeing uh, how, kind of how things – there's a disconnect for me um, when I look at things in like the Element Inspector in Chrome. Um, you know, see the name of it and how it's how how to apply things to it, but then how to, to translate that into the correct syntax to be able to target it and do what I want to um, on the style sheet or where to put it or how specific to get so it won't get overridden by other things um, is a giant struggle for me right now and a big frustration. So it, it almost be like it, it probably this probably exists. Um, there was like Code Year for for JavaScript and PHP stuff out there. Um, with like a every week there's a new lesson on on those things. It was started in, in the new year. I should do that with CSS, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's you know, I think sometimes, and we, I think we even saw this a little bit, uh, Nick at, at WordCamp Nashville from one or two presenters, kind of not from the presenters. It was actually from people in the presentations themselves, almost kind of snubbing CSS. It's like, oh, you know, that's not that's not code, which I think is unfair. Um, yeah, because I think that for uh, it for me it wasn't CSS that got me coding for the web. Actually, it was, that came later for me because I was making websites really terribly uh, a couple, for a couple of years before I really dug into CSS, and that was uh, seems like forever ago, not too long ago, I guess. Yeah, but it was just uh, it but, was the way it was done. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just it wasn't nearly as uh, as common in the the world that I was in at the time, but. Particularly for people using, you know, WordPress themes, getting that, you know, custom CSS plugin added in and then tweaking stuff uh, and maybe using the inspector or Safari's or, or Chrome's inspector tool to kind of see what you're changing, I think is a really nice introduction to, you know, it's kind of the, it's one step deeper than just kind of having a tool to customize stuff. You know, you're kind of getting your, you're not getting your hands dirty a little bit and just starting to kind of learn stuff. And at, at a certain point, you really can't beat sitting down and actually trying to kind of read through and learn some of that, but uh, it's helpful to have at least some sort of hands-on experience first, I think. And I, and I, to be, to that, be honest, I think CSS is, uh, I, I'm like more uh, intrigued to learn CSS than I am to actually write code. And I don't know, maybe that's just because I'm more interested in kind of the aesthetics of websites, sure. which I know you can do stuff, you know, with HTML and all, HTML5 and all that stuff, but yeah. Uh, I think, you know, CSS is like, you know, the icing on the cake. So Yeah, I think it's I think it's a super, super friendly uh introduction to to changing things. And and I mean and really, I mean until you until you hit that wall where you need to modify things in your WordPress theme that aren't uh you know, modifiable using CSS, I I say stick to it. You know, there's there's uh not everybody needs to be <laughs> writing uh, even HTML, let alone PHP, uh, you can do a lot with CSS that I think is um, is, yeah. is overlooked sometimes. But you know, to each their own. Well, I mean, honestly, the only time I've you know for the last two years or so messing with WordPress stuff, the only time I've ever messed with PHP is just to change 
you know, how posts are displayed or, or, or alter the loop to only show a category or, you know, use a sticky post, which is basically following the tutorial from somebody smarter than me. Um, sure. But like, like you said, it's, if, if you're going to learn a language that you need to know to be, you know, literate and relevant on the web, it'd probably be CSS and not PHP. Yeah. I mean, you know, unless you're, I, th- I think it's the right, it's, it's the right gateway language. Um, and sure. because it, there's, I don't know of really any, I'm trying to think, I mean, whether it's WordPress.com or, or other, uh, you know, hosted solutions out there that are like dead simple to get up, they're, they're pretty much always going to still give you an area to write or, or modify the CSS that's being used. So it's a pretty, I think it's one of the, it's a smart uh, language to pick up when you can. But I mean, when I was in, you know, my, my liberal arts degree, um, what language did they have me learn? Take a guess for my computer science course. Uh, well, I know what they had Ashley learn, um, or the, the primary, um, which was, uh, binary was one of the few, <laughs> few actual languages that they, th- this was probably, what would you say, two years ago? Or, uh, uh, basic, right? Uh, no. No. <laughs> the only code that she ever actually touched, aside from the stuff that I taught her to, like, get, you know, the web assignments completed, uh, no, she was, she was doing, you know, exercises around binary code. Oh, yeah. Well, at least I was learning Java. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least. No, it was. Yeah, well, I started out on Morse code, so you guys all suck. Well, but you know, that's that's still uh, at least useful. You can you can you can use it to communicate. I, exactly. You can't communicate with the web. That's for sure. Oh my. I'm joking. <laughs> But Binary code, man, that would be crazy. That'd be awesome. Ones and zeros. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so uh, we'll put the uh, if people are listening, it's nicholasbweaver.com, but we'll put it in the in the show notes. Um, I can I can bring up more problems I have with my site if people <laughs> want to help me try to fix that. I've been in the forums for the last week and no oh yeah, how's that has, how's that going? Well, we've gotten to the point um, where no one has a clue. Well, so that's, that's, I've that's I've gotten. Uh, I'll just kind of step you through the process and, and let everybody know what I've kind of been dealing with. So I have this. Um, multi-site which it's not letting me update the core um i'm literally just getting i'll actually throw the link into um the irc chat forum um but i've been on the support forums talking to a few a few folk and i'm I'm gonna post the link here in a second yeah here's the link to my screenshot so that's what happens when i try to update uh the core of wordpress Mm -hmm. and so I've been back and forth like, hey, uh, you know, deactivate all your plugins and try the button again. Doesn't work. Um, okay, well, uh, overwrite the update core.php file. Uh, did that. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other ones I've got here? Well, the PHP memory limit, when we've done that. And, and yeah, and the PHP memory limit, not an issue. Change that. Um, so uh, my last response was, well, without any PHP errors, it's really hard to say. You could try to turn the debug on, which I haven't done. Okay. Um, yeah, so she she yeah. linked me to the codex where you can uh, turn the debugging on, which I haven't done yet. But um, so yeah, as of now, I can't. I have to manually update that multi-site. And um, right, it's still updatable. It's just not for whatever reason. It's not um, doing it automatically. Autom- yeah, it's automatic. Like to be able to just click the button, right? You know. So. Right. Well, but you can update. You can install plugins from the from the dashboard. It's not like it's completely right. broken it's I just can do everything but click that update yep so mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of interesting and in me not having experience with uh you know more of the development side of things and the core of, of and php files in the core right 
So I guess I'll try turning this debugging thing on, and uh, even that kind of scares me a little bit. But well, the, the yeah, the, I'm this... really good at breaking things. Long story short, Ryan knows. <laughs> Apparently, things just happen <laughs> when I'm in WordPress that I don't know that I'm doing, but it's just whatever. Well, but it's and it's also good that I mean, uh, this is I think one of just the few times that you've really done much on the or or really taken advantage of the WordPress support forums, right? This is the first time I've posted. Yeah forums I've, I've definitely read the codex and read other people's forums but the first time i've actually been vulnerable and said hey i'm an idiot vulnerable you yeah. made yourself vulnerable well, it is kind of a, a humble like, experience I don't, to... I don't want to post this thing here because i don't want people to think i'm stupid well in sure. reality in this situation i am dumb i don't know why this is happening so right well and just... and i think uh you know it's worth everybody having an experience there not only to get help for solving problems, but it's also good, obviously, then to turn around and help other people because there's always somebody that, in your words, you know, is stupider than you are. Uh, but I think in in this case too, and in all cases, really, the the number one thing that I run into when browsing the support forums for related issues is that people don't always come back or, or don't always say like, "Here's what fixed it for me." Right. So I think that's something that I mean, that's oh, yeah. really for everybody, but especially in this case, you know, when we do solve it and figure out what your issue is, it'll be. Because I think there were a couple other people when I looked at that support forum that said that they had the same kind of issues too, that had yet yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, and and that's uh, that's well, the one thing I plan on doing is is once I actually do figure out what's the. I mean, I'm almost curious. Is it a is there a theme that's causing this? I mean, because I am running that that old theme that is not no longer in existence or supported, and I'm wondering if that somehow is well. Is I mean, issue. but it unlikely. Can't be. It can't right. be because I've been able to automatically update you know several versions back sure and that wasn't a problem so i can't imagine that a new core update would you know a theme would would stop that so i i if uh, well i mean you might be no you won't be hampered just because you're you're going to be traveling for a week and a half you'll you'll still be messing with stuff oh, yeah. i look uh, i think by this time next week you'll have it solved it well, will be I, fixed yeah one way or the other well i'm definitely going to try this debugging thing see what happens see if it shows me anything and then if not whatever <laughs> Uh, I'll enough. keep posting in the forum until someone fixes my problem or helps me <laughs> helps me to solve it. Uh, that's true. Me, I think you. I mean the the forum post I made in the community forums on WP Candy this uh, last night or the day before was probably the first time I've ever posted it on a forum either. Mm-hmm. So we're just popping the forum cherry everywhere. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, <laughs> there, there are only a few times when it's actually useful to do. I mean, I, I uh, some people kind of scoffed when putting up the WP Candy forums because you know who uses forums anymore. Uh, you know, when you have things like uh, Twitter, I mean, a lot a lot of WordPress people tend to use Twitter to communicate any sort of like non-email stuff. Uh, but the, I think there's still a lot of there's still sort of that niche where uh, forums kind of really fill it nicely. So I, I, mean, I still like them. But that's I mean, that's where I started out. Uh, you know, I I tweeted at somebody I knew that you know spends a lot of their time in the forums and she's like, post on the forum. I'll, I'll respond tomorrow. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's how Otto got his start, wasn't it? Or kind of got noticed in the WordPress oh, community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... You can, I mean, yeah, you can get jobs hanging out in the forums, that's for sure. Oh, that's absolutely true. I mean, there are, there are people who, whether they turned it into jobs, they certainly have, I, I think I think it's fair to say, like standing offers, you know, if they ever needed uh, any sort of employment in the WordPress community. Because if you if you spend any time at all browsing the wordpress.org support forums like you notice names popping up again and again and again and right you know just because there are so many people using wordpress and posting in there like i said you can always find somebody who needs help that you might be able to offer them you know 
a bit of wisdom one way or the other. And I think it can be actually pretty addictive. You know, it's, it, it's not a bad idea to even just block out like a few hours each week and just go in and see who you can help or point in the right direction. Well, there's been times I just, I, I wander into the codex and then I end up reading so many different things that I just, you know, wasn't planning on reading, you know, and most of the time, you know, going into the codex for me means, means I end up breaking something eventually. Cause I try to do something, uh, but it's good. I think that's how you learn. So the forum and the codex are a great place. And I would encourage anybody if they have a question to post some stuff in the forum because everybody's been super helpful, at least in trying to fix my problem here. And, um, you know, hopefully at some point it'll get fixed. So I'm positive that will, that yeah. it will. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Jones, you had an interesting experience moving toward press.com, which I want to get into in just a moment. Uh, yes. first I want to, thank one of our sponsors today, uh, Josh Kolbach and thirstyaffiliates.com. Thirsty Affiliates, uh, which every time we mention it, everybody makes the same joke. Make a joke. <laughs> so thirsty. So thirsty. I just ran out of drink, too. <laughs> In particular, it's always it always comes up on uh, WP Late Night because we're usually drinking at the time. Uh, I know. I was going to ask Justin if, he, uh, if he's got a beverage over there, but... <laughs> you know, it's a little too early in the evening for that. You know? mm-hmm. It's Maybe never right- too early... It's not. It's not a standard on our show quite yet. I'm not well, saying that. It can't I, I guess it's a saying is five o'clock somewhere, and it's actually. Uh, oh my god! Five, you just referenced a country song. Okay, what Jimmy are Buffett's you doing? Country. I'm. <laughs> who is that? Who who sings that song? No, that's uh, is it Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that's Buffett. Oh, he's country enough for no, me. Yeah, he's not country. Yeah, he's not country at all. Anyway, I'm back not. to the sponsor. <laughs> back to the sponsor. <laughs> Uh, thirstyaffiliates.com, which is a plugin for creating and tracking links, in this case, affiliate links. Uh, so you set up the plugin, which uh, integrates fairly well into the WordPress dashboard, and um, you create shortened links, so it saves all of it and makes them shorter, easier to share, redirects properly, and then gives you stats on how many people will click them and where they are, uh, hopefully, where they are most effective for you. And right now, Thirsty Affiliates is running a 30% off discount, which you can take advantage of at thirstyaffiliates.com slash discount and we'll also have that link in the show notes uh man well <laughs> that thirsty joke just it may never get old it's, except it's, it might have just gotten old it's yeah, definitely yeah. old it's just that your little uh rundown it seems to be getting I, I longer am. every time yes yes like, so it's like <laughs> they have so many deals going on over there wow so wordpress.com justin wordpress.com yeah um a friend of all three of ours uh started off with a blog I would guess four years ago, you know, self-hosted. Ryan put it together, and uh, you know, back when Ryan did more development work, he actually wanted to mess with it. Uh, but since that time, it's kind of gone stale, and the friend kind of lost interest in the project. But um, he, he decided to start blogging again, and basically just told him it's time for you to uh, just move yourself on over to WordPress.com. So the question is, okay, uh, how do I do that? So um, I went ahead and did it for him. I just did the one-click export from you know his current install, um, uh, changed the name servers of the domain, um, did all that, imported the content, and honestly, couldn't be happier. It was a very smooth transition process um, going from one to the other. But the only thing I have to say negative about the whole transition was the fact that WordPress.com does not accept uh, domain transfers. Uh, you can buy a domain through them and manage it through them, but if you already doma- uh, own the domain, your only choice is to either stay with your current registrar or move to, to a different registrar and point the name server to a direction. Uh, but 
but yeah, um, it, it just, I never spent much time on the WordPress.com dashboard before, but I really appreciate all the kind of curated plugins they have, which they don't even use that language. Um, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't use plugins on WordPress.com, even if you wanted to. Um, so all of the things as far as social sharing or, you know, the, you know, contact form or, um, you know, all this, basically all the stuff they've condensed into Jetpack. You know, the, the Jetpack name isn't anywhere there. Sure. It's, you know, it's, it's just, the, just the feature of .com. They've built it in. Right. Um, I'm not sure which came first, if you know, it was a plug-in first that they integrated or if they made that functionality and then decided to package it in a plug-in for .org. Um, but, but that was all good. And about the only negative thing um, the, you know, our friend had to say was um, there's no way to integrate Google Analytics uh, with it. You have to use the WordPress.com stats, hmm. um, and uh, I'm sure for you know for obvious reasons and branding and whatnot. You know, they're in the, in the forum. Somebody from Automatic said it was because of security. Um, don't know that I, you know, completely buy that, but you know, whatever. It's basically free. Uh, you know, it was I think like 13 bucks to for the privilege of pointing the name servers and using the domain, and I think like 30 bucks if you want to remove ads. But that's still significantly cheaper yearly um, than. Purchasing your own shared host and having to screw with it yourself, uh, so I think I think he'll be a whole lot happier over there. Um, and I know we will be as well. Yeah, yeah, because I won't have to host him anymore, which is nice. That that is one of the things that I think we've all dealt with. And first, it all started off with us, you hosting all of us, Ryan, and then sure we started, you know, getting our friends into using WordPress. But that is something that I think we're all kind of coming at a crossroads with. It's we've got friends that we've helped out get helped get websites up for and now it's like man i don't want to have to deal with hosting them anymore they should be able to do this on their own well can we push them back onto wordpress.com and the answer is yes um as long as what they're doing isn't you know as long as they're probably not doing something that is needing an e-commerce plugin or um you know there's several other things that you can't do with .com but you know it, it probably is going to be better like you mentioned before for uh you know page loading and all that stuff like that, their, their site's just going to work almost every time. Um, I know that Justin's been addicted to Bingdom.com for the last week. And sure. so, <laughs> you know, and that's something I even think about with my personal blog. Like you said, I could have done my landing page and I could probably be on WordPress.com with all the stuff that I'm mm-hmm. doing. Right. But there's just the little things that I like to, to install, like the little plugins that I, I like people to be able to see and use on my site that I couldn't do there. So for me, it's worth it to have a, a self-host. Uh, self-hosted site, but yeah, I mean, WordPress, well, doing WordPress, having a WordPress.org or self-hosted setup is great for tinkerers. It's great for people who yeah. are willing to trade, um, uh, maybe some more maintenance tasks every now and then for the kind of extra freedom of being able to do whatever you want with your site, right? Right. Uh, honestly, the only thing that um, you know, because we've talked about this, like like you mentioned, with the the hosting options and at what point. Does it make sense to uh, move somebody or start somebody off on WordPress.com or even to move yourself to some sort of a managed WordPress host or something like that? Uh, the, really, the only thing about specifically for WordPress.com, I wish there were more WordPress.com-like things out there. So right. not necessarily – I mean, WordPress.com is just sort of the, their their target group is obviously people who want to blog. I mean, there's a lot of other things you can do with WordPress.com and, and, and you know one of the themes that's available there. But it'd be cool to see a WordPress.com-like experience that was using WordPress. It could be called whatever, but was for maybe you know photo bloggers, or maybe it was for uh, it, well for um, video bloggers or something like that. You know, I think 
Sure. I think in, that industry specific. Yeah, I think that sort of niche specific, you know, it's it's not um it's nice because since it is WordPress and as mentioned in the chat kind of the the freedom differences between one and the other, your content is still fully under your control and you can take it and go with it anytime you want. Uh, but there's, I think, a lot of value to those kind of easy plug-and-play setups, particularly for people who are setting up a website for the first time. I mean, we are comfortable with WordPress, and if we need a site, that's what we're going to run it on. But most normal human beings, you know, that's not they, – they don't um, think, I need a website. Let me go find what self-installed content management system I should I should download and try. Right. I mean, we've all heard this um, you know, uh, parable before uh, that uh, WordPress.com is like running an apartment – uh, where you know WordPress.org installs like you know building a house, um, and some people are just meant to be apartment people. Um, you know if you if you want to be able to take out a wall or you know drill a hole in the side of the wall and run cables from room to room, unless you're uh, Ryan Emil and Justin Jones, you don't usually do it in an apartment. But right. um, if, if there's <laughs> you know, foundational things you need to change about the site, um, WordPress.com is probably not the place for you. But if all you need to do um, like with what Nick did with his landing page, he could have taken care of mm-hmm. done the same thing with um, uh, the, the I think the thirty bucks for their uh, custom ability CSS. to to yeah to, to up to, uh, you know write your own CSS and put it in there. Um, you know, obviously, Nick's doing many, many other things with it, but I'm saying, but that specific task could have still been taken care sure. of, um, in not in not even with a the custom theme. Sure, and because you, you can with, with .com, you cannot. Uh, upload your own themes or or change themes that you even if you purchase them though you're you're stuck with um I shouldn't say stuck but you're you're limited to what they have available but there's a couple hundred available right yeah I mean I think so uh, there are plenty there and just as long I mean like we were saying earlier you can do quite a bit with with custom CSS uh, you know on any sort of page I mean we you know completely changed 2010 and probably an hour's time or whatever and that was Took yeah. longer than it normally would have because it kind of was, was we took it as kind of a teaching opportunity, or I did, uh, which was yeah. fun also. Yeah, I yeah. I think there's a lot of benefits to to dot com, and I think, uh, like you said, Ryan, I think it's that's a huge thing if they could really almost like categorize dot coms for certain industries. I mean, because you think about how many WordPress sites are doing portfolios and mm-hmm. how many WordPress uh, sites are are built for bands. It's like Man, they could really, they could really kind of just like compartmentalize these things into different areas and say, okay, are you a band? Are you a photographer? Right. Are you a business? Okay, well, here's the options we're going to go ahead and built in for you. And if you want even more options, you pay for this. You well, know, and we've so. we've seen a little bit of that with uh, HappyTables.com, which yeah, is, I just pulled uh, that up. Yeah, for restaurants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think you know the question is in terms of which are the the industries most ripe for the, that sort of a startup. Uh, you know that probably depends on your area and your interests. I mean, uh, restaurant sites was, was, I think, a really smart choice. But I'm, there are plenty of other ones out there, just like we listed off a number of them. But Happy, Ta- Happy Tables is a really, really good example of a, uh, you know, a WordPress.com like experience for another. Yeah. Well, definitely, I would have. Um, I've only done like two or three development type projects for you know, or just say client projects where um, purchase a theme, hack it together. And put content in for for people. And that was one was a local uh, Italian restaurant. Um, my friend actually was you know doing some marketing work at. Um, I, I still think that I still could have made the same amount of money or even more, <laughs> and and signed them up with this rather than um, uh, you know getting having me get hosting and and doing all that. Because at this point, 
I, I don't know. I mean, is, is anybody managing their WordPress install? Probably not. I mean, maybe they could get right. hacked and serving up porn um, and not oh, even know wait, it. Justin Jones. Well, and aside from the, the porn comment, the and the exciting part about things like, I mean, because ideally, even though we did move our friend over to WordPress.com and, and we've done that before and are probably going to do it again in the future, the idea or, or the ideal that I think Automatic's trying to strike with that and that I think Noel Talk is trying to strike with Happy Tables is that there shouldn't need to be an intermediary there, that it can be the end user of the WordPress site or the, the business owner of the restaurant. Uh, that can actually set that up and get rolling with it as easy as, you know, as easy as those terrible commercials for services on, on TV that we always kind of grimace at when we're, oh, yeah. you know, we, we, I, <laughs> website tonight. Yeah. It's always, you know, website.com people or whoever is running. I don't even know, uh, all those different services. And, and we, we kind of smirk at them because they're, we know that there are inherently problems with going down that road, but at the same time, they're doing that or they're, they're attacking kind of that market because that's what people want. You know, that's the kind of, that's how yeah, the, simple things. The, need the to problem be. is, is that there's millions of people that want that simplicity. And I can't count how many times I've run into individuals and businesses that they start a WordPress website and then give up because they're like, I'm not sure how to make it do this, this, and this. Well, it's like, wow, if you really compartmentalize this for certain business types mm-hmm. um, and made it oversimplified, you would retain that, and they wouldn't jump to a, a Tumblr or a Blogspot or something that's a thousand times worse. Right. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's that's that's going to be inherently simpler, but but far less powerful. Right. 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 So, I mean, um, there those those commercials are are for a huge demographic. So. Well, going back to what you said about having um, being targeted towards the end user. I agree with that to the, to a point, uh, but dealing with a couple small businesses and even, you know, in kind of in my industry, if you would, kind of the church industry, mm-hmm. um, some people just don't want to mess with it. They want to have their sure. guy that they call or email and they say, That's true you know, too. put this up. Um, so I guess if people are empowered to do that, um, if, it, if it's accessible, but they still don't want to, I mean, I can, I can go to Walmart and buy all the crap to change all my own oil. But I'd still rather pay the guy over Jeffy Lube twenty seven bucks to do it once every couple months because I just right. I just don't want to screw with it. Right. Um, well, and I guess, right. and what I would say using that analogy then is that these sorts of services really just uh, make make the the number of materials you need to change your own oil simpler for those people who do want to do that. You know, right. or 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 the, I guess even better that this would be the. I mean, these sorts of services are really really are those like, you know, service locations that will change it for you. I mean, I think that. I think that over time, the group of people who just kind of are the intermediaries for these sorts of services, I think that group's going to get smaller and smaller, or or right. it's going to be forced to expand into sort of a larger, sort of almost conceptual service rather than just here. You know, this is what I'm going to do for you. It's more of a um, a proper consultant that would kind of go deeper right. and, and. Well, I mean, uh, I think where I, I see myself going, if I were to continue doing this kind of client work, you know, getting people set up on services like this, yeah. it would be if you're a restaurant, okay, I uh, have this friend's photographer. She's going to come in and take all of your pictures. Mm-hmm. I've got another friend that's a graphic designer. They're going to design your logo and your branding and kind of a more of a complete package rather than just, you know, here, I'm, I'm going to make a website. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, you have to kind of have that if you're gonna if you're gonna help somebody because you can anybody can. I mean, I don't want to say anybody, but literally anybody could get you a WordPress website and then it continue right. to be terrible. So yeah, um, you're gonna need that 
all those people if you really want to have a, a, a site and an experience that's going to stand out for sure. So There's also a theme that you uh, mentioned uh, or in the show notes. Jim. Well, and I also I oh, also sorry. wanted to say talk about my experience too a little bit with oh uh, please you know I have a, a my personal multi site the nicholasbeweaver.com or whatever uh, was actually under a different URL and um, it was under a different URL and I was like well I hate that URL I just want to move it to the actual main site that's on uh, that host so as um, I t- normally tend to do I like to check with you guys before um, I do something because I don't want to break it or whatnot and. It was actually really simple. It was almost like kind of moving to a .com. I literally exported the site, um, imported it under the, uh, the, the new domain name, mm-hmm. and then just did a search and replace for the thumbnails, and my site was essentially all there. Um, so it was super easy, and uh, aside from a short mishap, um, yeah, I transferred a site from one domain to the other. And I think it worked a lot easier simply because I was using a multi-site, which... I didn't have to change database files or anything like that. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I thought that was actually amazingly simple to do. Uh, so props to the WordPress core for building it that way. Well, and uh, and uh, the one note I would make because uh, I was kind of kind of talking you through the the transfer, which which I think you would say was probably simpler than you thought it would be. I mean, there's still right. a few things to keep in mind to to get a proper. I think you know, I mean, you're, it was a personal blog. You had a couple hundred posts and. Uh, you know, probably a lot more than that in terms of uploads. And really the only thing that I had forgotten about um, uh, that would have, that we could have avoided using this, but because I forgot it was, it was handy that this plugin exists. Um, The thumbnails, because the, the settings media thumbnail crop sizes weren't the same as the site you were moving from. And so when everything got imported, it was uh, all of the, the, images when they were brought in all the attachments were processed through using those sizes and we had to use the regenerate thumbnails plugin uh, which i'll link up in the show notes to um, basically change the the media crop settings and then run that plugin to re-crop all of them and resize all of them to the proper sizes so uh yeah (laughs) oh funny Uh, i see you just put in the chat your your reason for briefly dropping there justin yeah. Why why would you do that? That's well, so dumb. user error. <laughs> I've been in my in my other life I uh I'm a teacher. Uh so I spent all day screaming at the children so my voice is hoarse. Um so I was gonna cough instead of muting it, I hit the red hang up button. So <laughs> Love it. In any case. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so regenerate thumbnails. I'll I'll make sure that that's linked up uh in the show notes because that definitely saved I've, I've, it was almost yeah, you know, my gut reaction. My gut reaction when we saw that the the thumbnails were messed up was, "Oh crap, we're gonna have to move it over again." But then I remembered that that plugin makes all that. Well, and the only other thing was too the the only thing I ever had uh, else I had to do was just go and um, kind of reset up all the individual plugins to the settings that I had them before. Oh sure. And aside right. from that, I mean, everything was there. Everything worked perfectly. So, and I don't think what's what's pretty awesome about it is. You know, so most of the people that are going to see, be seeing my site are, are people that I'm friends with on Twitter and on Facebook and whatnot. And I don't think anybody has a clue. That even the URL changed. I don't think like anyone has any idea. Yeah. Um, which is nice because I really don't care. I I don't think people look at the URL and they say, "Oh, it's different now." It's like looks like the same site. It is the same site. It's just uh, on a different domain name. So. Yeah, we we're kind of talking about that a little bit and how um, 
like depending on your on depending on how obviously how popular a site is in this case it's a personal blog and you know uh, depending on how people actually interact with it a, a URL change like that to a new domain is probably not a big deal because the right. way that people are that most people are like you said accessing it is going to be through Twitter or Facebook or however else they're going to get all that information from you right. so as long as you don't mess it up they're going to keep going to wherever you link them so well, it's really a minor too, issue uh, the changes i'm making are more uh you know, branding purposes, you know, I want people to, if they aren't my friend, to be able to go to a place that's public um, and find me. And so that's why I kind of set up the landing page uh, because I want to be able to point people there and not say, oh, you know, find me on Facebook and then you can follow me there. It's like, if you want to follow me, you could just, you know, hit the RSS button or you can Mm -hmm. bookmark my URL. Um, So it simplifies kind of like the personal branding that you want to do, uh, especially for me being kind of like a an entrepreneur uh, in in a couple different areas, so it works for me. Now, now, am I allowed to ask Justin about his theme? I guess. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, actually, um, before I get to the theme, I had wanted to talk about something else with WordPress.com. Okay. Oh, so you can't ask him. I can't. I'm not allowed to ask yet. Not no, yet. He's not, not going to answer. Not it's not allowed. time. I can ask. He's not going to answer. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah, gonna, not going to answer. He's deferring. No, I had a great segue before I uh, hung up the call, um, talking about how some people, you know, want to make the web simpler and um, back to like the oil changing anal- analogy. No matter how simple or how well trained or how well you train somebody, you're still going to have to jack up the car and find a wrench and pull the drain plug, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a base set of knowledge that no, no amount of training or, or product is going to going to fix. Um, in, in the same way, I uh, met up with another friend of a friend uh, that was starting blogging for the first time ever. Um, this person has written a book, has been you know in industry for quite a long time, has written a book and, and wants to get published. And a lot of publishers now are saying, well, unless you're using the web yourself, if you're on, not on Twitter, if you're not you know having a blog, if you don't have a following built up around you, we're not going to bother with you. Um, so this person took a uh, uh, kind of an online 30-day blog challenge, and there's another one, a number of them out there that kind of do very basic things from just like, okay, here's what the web is, here's here's Twitter, here's why you should use it, um, you know, here's Google Plus, here's why you should use it, here's how you should use these things. Now, step one: open up the post screen, you know, set a a post that's going to automatically publish in a week, or set up like four of these things, and if you don't publish, it's going to publish blank for you. So you better get in there and do it. Um, so just kind of that whole aspect has been kind of fun to see um, how to develop a habit of blogging. Uh, but this person um, was somehow stumbled ac- across WordPress.com, thankfully, and, and set up there. And maybe that was even recommended by the uh, by that blog that he was following. Um, but I, I watched this person basically struggle with going and finding his Word document um, that – he wrote his blog in because that's where he prefers to write. You know, say what you want to about that. But that's where he's comfortable writing. But that oh, why won't it open? Oh, well, it's on my flash drive. I got my flashlight drive, and you know, five minutes later, we had the the content in front of us, and I knew how to copy it. I was thankful for that. Copy and paste was that was a, that was checked off already. Uh, but um, then going to the WordPress dashboard, WordPress.com dashboard, excuse me, um, it logged in. And there was three different places where he could have posted a uh, made a post. There was, of course, the traditional you know post area in the sidebar of the uh, dashboard. 
there was the Quick Press area. Mm-hmm. Word, WordPress.com also has this deal that I'm not sure if it was accomplished with a plugin or, or what, but whether you're on the front end or on the dashboard, um, you click, you know, add new posts and it comes up with like you know, the whole content of the page shifts down about 500 pixels. And, you know, it's like, okay, are you posting a video? Are you posting a quote? Are you posting, you know, what are these four things you can post? And helps you just add the post that way, mm-hmm. which on his face, I kind of like, and, um, uh, and he did too, but the problem is um, when you do it that way, like the automatic things that you can do from the post edit screen, like automatically sharing the social media um, or uh, adding categories or tags, can't be done from that area. So what he was doing is, since he likes publishing that way, he would, he would publish, and then view hit the view post link that it created, and then hit the edit post button on the admin bar, and then go in and share from there and. You know, changes tags and everything, which seemed kind of like a, like a weird roundabout convoluted process, but whatever. It, it's a workflow that seems to work for him, so I'm not going to cast stones, but I, I'd be curious to, to kind of know or hear some somebody from Automatic um, explain why they uh, chose to have three different ways to post like that. Because hmm. it's not it's not theme dependent. It was whatever theme you, you had. It wasn't a post format. It was just you know, I guess a, a you know, it added like he posted a video, so he dropped in the URL from YouTube, then it automatically detects it was YouTube, put it in the YouTube shortcut for whatever plugin they're using for the embed. Um, so it did automate some processes that way, but uh, you know, just it seemed a little confusing to me, and I wasn't really, I, I couldn't tell what anybody was doing was wrong, um, but just not definitely not how I would do it or recommend anybody do it. I think the 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 quick posting is available uh, on WordPress.org installs, so you'll you'll see that when you log into a sort of a vanilla WordPress install, right? Uh, uh, from from the dashboard, sure, from the dashboard. And I think, I mean, you know, uh, Jarrett pointed out in the chat room, and and uh, I I can definitely at times agree with him because I think I think it was just a couple of versions back when uh, Jane Wells somewhere posted that. Um, you know, when you first log into WordPress or when you pull open WordPress as a, you know, a new user, which is, you know, the experience you're describing, uh, with your friend, um, there's some, somewhere in the neighborhood of over a hundred things you could click on. And I guess the question is, you know, particularly for a new user, and, and they're trying to sort of make that a little bit easier with the welcome screen, you know, for brand new .org users. But the question is how much of that is really necessary and how much of that is, is, maybe harming the the easy publishing experience, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can definitely see what you're saying in terms of finding the right place to post. And I think it's really interesting and everybody should, if they haven't before, particularly those of us who are so kind of used to using WordPress to do what we do all the time. I mean, you can fall into a habit and then you stop looking critically at things like user interfaces. Right. Well, it, even just with, with WordPress.com setting up for the first friend I talked about, you know, get in there for the first time. It's like, okay, well, I know that there's basically all these, you know, in our terminology, all these plugins that are auto activated and doing all these things. Um, but like, you have, to, you have to go like search for like where to change like the you know, blog title and, and description or, or link up your Facebook. It almost needs like a, I hate to say this, but like a tutorial. Like, okay, hey, you know, you're new here. Sure. You know, do you, do you want to be able to auto post things or post things from the dashboard? Well, you need to go to this tab and put it in the authenticate with Facebook and Twitter it's because up. it's probably also best if it has that really patronizing tone. 
<laughs> when, it, when it rolls up, right? Well, well, it might be patronizing for for you and I, but if I'm sure. if I'm sending uh, sure. my, my my grandma over because she wants to blog about recipes or whatever, um, actually would probably be very much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think as as you know, we all, I, I mean, as WordPress seeks out more average users, you know, as as the sort of the community around WordPress as a project grows. There's going to be more and more a need to really simplify it because there are so many really easy ways to publish stuff online anymore. I mean, it, it's awesome, uh, and I don't, I don't. I've said this before. I don't really like comparing or even contrasting WordPress with other systems because I think you know when it all boils down to it, we're all using WordPress at least to an extent because well, we like it the best, and so we keep using it, which is mm-hmm. kind of the reason why everybody uses what they use. But I'm more interested in, okay, what can WordPress learn from these other things? These other really popular services, you know, like Tumblr, that's one that comes up a lot, uh, which makes it so dead simple, you know, once you, when you sign in and are using it, that this is exactly, this is the only, this is all you can do really is publish something. Um, and I think there are some, some kind of pointers that, that the WordPress project could pick up from services like that. Hmm. Now, can I ask you about the theme? Well, yes, Ryan. Uh, actually, before I do, though, before I ask you about the theme, I want to thank the other sponsor for today's episode, which is MonsterThemes.com uh, for sponsoring this show and all shows this week. Uh, they have three WordPress themes available, uh, which I mentioned last week that the one that I'm still drawn to the most is their edition theme, which is sort of this red, almost kind of evokes like a CNN.com feel, but it's not overwhelming. It's a good sort of magazine news theme. Um, and all of their themes are responsive, which, uh, as I can say now, uh, after mentioning it, kind of teasing it last week, that WPCandy.com is uh, responsive, at least that first sort of draft uh, to, to the CSS to make everything work on mobile devices is, is complete. So I can certainly respect the, the time that goes into making a theme properly responsive, as they do. Uh, but in any case, MonsterThemes.com, uh, they're also currently running a $22 a year membership deal, uh, which I'll post the link to in the... Well, probably not. I'll post it in the chat now, but it'll be in the show notes for everybody listening later. So and thanks to MonsterThemes.com for sponsoring the weekly theme show. Thank you so much. So, so much. We still, I guess if, if the I, other one was, made you thirsty, this one, I guess, makes you want to growl and, and eat people. I, I don't know what monster would make, do. I'm scared to death. But I want to divert you again from mm-hmm. uh, you asking about Jones. Yes. Theme. Oh, please. I don't want to and talk about Jones. I, I'm curious as to why we haven't oh. been talking about WP Candy and all the changes you've done to your theme. I mean, come on. That should have been the whole... The entire show? ...premise of this show. Um, so so I much have, going on. I have put some updates onto... And let me, uh, let me finish pasting these links into. So for... Sorry about that. So sometimes it's hard to, to bounce between the chat and the... Uh, while we're live streaming at WPCandy.com slash stream if you're listening later on. Come listen sometime. We've got a broadcasting schedule up and all that, which is part of sort of the newly revamped WP Candy. Oh, um, man, I see some stuff broken on this page. On that page? Yeah, a little bullet point list oh, there. Yeah, I see that stuff is broken. Well, ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, It's not. you know, one of the more popular pages on the site. It's more info, info for uh, those interested. I think but this should be your landing page. Just that? <laughs> Advertise uh, now. So there've been some 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 touch-ups to the site. Uh, the biggest one being responsive. I mean, not a complete redesign, just slight realignment. There's a new uh, sort of global, I'd call it like a branding bar across the top that 
kind of makes it more clear what are the four kind of main sections of WP Candy, which are the blog, the magazine, uh, excuse me, uh, our pros, and then the stream, which is what people are listening up listening to right now. And, uh, you know, just kind of making it cleaner, making it nicer. Uh, if you are a logged in member, that's kind of, that looks a little bit cooler if you're, um, if you ever do that and, and browse the forums and things like that. But, um, just kind of making changes here, here, or there, uh, it is all part of a kind of a bigger picture strategy, but for right now it's just making things a little bit neater. Now, can I ask about Jones's theme? I don't even want to know about it now. There's so much hype about this question. Yeah, it's going to disappoint. That's I, what I'm really. I don't even want to talk to. about it anymore. <laughs> okay. I mean, no. Since this is the weekly theme show, I thought I should at least bring up uh, one theme. Which sure. one is uh, it? Let's go. Uh, it's on the dot org directory. It's called Smart Biz. Oh man! So I'll drop a link into the chat here. Well, say what you will, but most people that's you know, kind of discover WordPress because it's, it's kind of a buzzword. They want to do it because they want to get up their business online. Um, and they're looking for a theme that'll kind of just do that in a hurry. Um, and I think this is kind of a, a good gateway. Um, it's called, uh, it's, it looks like they have this is a release, a free release from something called getbusinessblog.com. Okay. And they have kind of a almost like, you know, here, pay us, we'll set it up for you kind of deal. Kind of like also what we're talking about as far as, as more of a service, but it looks to me like they will actually just help you find your own hosting and, and import your content for you know, not that much money. But um, it's a good marketing tool for that. It's a good theme. Um, it looks to me like it's either put out by or loosely based around themes from uh, elegant themes. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, uh, one of the screenshots on there, you know, get – uh, getbusinessblog.com is actually of another theme that I've used from Elegant Themes before called the corporation that I kind of like. Um, so, uh, in, in the back end, the, the, their kind of options panel feels a lot like that, but, um, I've had good experience with Elegant Themes and, uh, I, I would uh, recommend this theme to, uh, you know, for somebody that needs a business website up in a hurry for, for free. Um, it, there's not too many options. It's not as many options as something like Weaver Two we talked about last week, mm-hmm. uh, but just just enough, honestly, that um, uh, that pretty much every option they give you needs to be filled out in some way, shape, or form. As far as like the you know, the image on the top, or the you know, the you know, I'm trying to think what some of the ones are, but basically, I guess that's actually um, a good observation is that what's the right amount of theme options for a theme? Uh, enough that you have to fill all of them out. <laughs> right. Um, whereas in the Weaver 2, you can kind of ignore most of them. But yeah, um, I would, uh, uh, again, I'm kind of almost doing a little evangelism for the .org directory that not everything there is completely irrelevant. Um, even though there's a very, very blog heavy, um, people needing just straight up personal blogs, uh, a lot of those kind of themes. But there are, uh, it seems to be developing more now, uh, some more themes that are good for business. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to say without knowing anything more about the, the people behind the smart biz, it almost like looks like they're, um, I don't know, like they're the developers, the getbusinessblog.com who made that theme on .org, like their site's running running on an elegant theme. Right. And uh, it, it's almost like they just kind of really like the look of elegant themes, so they are kind of promote like, – like this, this kind of touches on kind of what we were getting into before – 
uh, which I know isn't what you do, uh, Justin, because you're primarily just kind of helping out, you know, uh, friends and people you know around town with websites. But um, and without knowing more, I don't want to say too much, I guess, about getbusinessblog.com. But what it looks like they're doing is pretty much just selling themes as client sites, uh, which is something that happens a lot uh, yeah. in the WordPress uh, in the WordPress world, I suppose, because there are so many themes out there that are basically made made to deliver client sites, which uh, is okay as long as a person's aware that that's what they're getting. But um, right, and I, and I would I you know without any other uh, without knowing otherwise, I would assume that's what this this particular site is doing. But there are certainly those out there who will you know sell a theme to somebody who you know w- without an understanding of how the WordPress community works. They're just going to assume they're getting a custom project, and that, and that's unfortunate when that happens. Right. But well, I mean, I guess uh, maybe I should have thought this more digging before I hyped them up a little bit. Because like, if you go into the theme preview on .org, all the screenshots kind of in their header are of other elegant themes. So <laughs> maybe they are completely ripping off. Well, I mean, uh, they they have a theme that's available on WordPress.org, so they definitely are. I mean, maybe they're just kind of getting started with yeah. some of this stuff. But um, in any case, I mean, it was pointed out in the chat room that. You know, there's certainly nothing wrong with using themes. Uh, it just depends on, particularly when when it's in a business situation. You know, how you're using. It. I mean, it was mentioned right. that that there are plenty of designers and developers who end up using themes for their sites because, well, they're probably busy building other people's sites, so they don't build their own. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I I could build. Well, I guess I I'm a bad example because I have built my own website, but my own blog is on uh, 2011. You know, Weaver, you've done plenty of of fiddling around. You're on 2010. Uh, we yep. joked in the chat room, you know, Jones, I guess your blog's kind of Twitter, but you, know, <laughs> you would use the theme. For, well, for I, I, I do have a, a shadow site that's basically uh, just cataloging Excuse all of me? my uh, – Well, I don't have time to develop it. Maybe I should this summer. But basically I have a, a, a website up there at justinjones.net, but it's uh, basically behind a password wall and all it does is uh, catalog everything I post to Twitter. Sure. Uh, for when is- Twitter explodes. Yeah, which, so. which is, I think, a good idea no matter what because, uh, you know, particularly with Twitter, uh, there have been times when, like, you can only search your own stuff using services now. I mean, you can't search that far back on your own timeline just using Twitter. You know, you have to go through one of these apps that's been built for Twitter or something like that. So I, I think it's stuff like that makes me think, okay, it's not a bad idea to keep a backup of the stuff that you're throwing out there just in case you ever want to find it again. But kind of a heads up there really unrelated to wordpress but except that it's not because you can use wordpress to easily archive all the stuff that you create which is good i mean that's the main reason why i'm on you know wordpress and stuff like that simply because i don't want anybody else to own my content so whatever my content may be you know sure picture video podcast whatnot like i don't want it to be uploaded directly to facebook or twitter i want to Put it on my own site and then push it out. So, agreed. So, uh, it is the weekly theme show, but uh, I guess I think it'd be appropriate to wrap up if we do have relevant picks. I don't think we've done this for a few weeks, but I know I have something that I wanted to, to plug or, or mention here at the end. And if you guys do too, you are more than welcome to throw something in. Sure, go for it. Okay, so mine, uh, mine is. Not necessarily okay. So I'll, I'll give I'll give a, a, a tiny plug-in related pick, and then mention what I really wanted to, to mention now, which is kind of a cop out. But 
Uh, if you do use a lot of, uh, actually, let me get the exact name of it so I don't mess it up. I believe it's called Post-Type Switcher. Ah. Uh, so this is kind of cool. I just found out about it this week. Um, I'll post a link in the chat there. Let me get in our show notes so I can link it up later. Uh, it's a Triple uh, J plugin or JTrip plugin called Post-Type Switcher that if you use a lot of custom post types, it gives you a little drop-down in the publish uh, box publish meta box within WordPress oh, nice. that allows you to uh, change. Um, so, so it can be useful, like just going into the, the, you know, new post screen and just writing and then de- deciding after the fact, what kind of a post type it is, or it's also handy for changing a post from one post type to another after publishing, which is kind of, or, or post to pages, right? Post to pages, pages to posts uh, to, you know, you could put a, po- make a post into a forum topic or vice versa. Uh, I really would imagine. Stuff. I would imagine it's probably for the second secondary uh, thing that you mentioned, just changing posts that have already been written, wouldn't you? Like, yep. I mean, yeah, that's, I think can, that's the primary use it for it. Yeah, yeah, because every time I use a custom post type or whatever, I'm checking it after I'm done anyway. So I would imagine you can you do this with with bulk posts? Is that something that happens? In, uh, uh, not quite yet. Okay, but that is something that has. I think it's mentioned in the uh, FAQ or possibly in the forums when I was just browsing around. Is something that is. Uh, possible in the future, but yeah, for now be, it's just a a one one at a time deal. Be super helpful as a as a bulk post option for sure. Right. So that so that's super useful. And then uh, the other one, and I wanted to mention that one before I did this because this isn't a, a plugin that anybody can use. Uh, it's more of something to try out for the adventurous out there. And if you're like me, so I I do a lot of I, I tend to use a lot of plugins like that one that either add functionality or kind of tweak the the behavior of the WordPress dashboard. Because I spend hours and hours in there every single day. And so I like kind of um, experimenting, which is uh, I've created a plugin called what – is, what is the exact name of it here? It doesn't matter because nobody can use it. Um, it's called Minimal Dashboard Experiment. So this is a, a site-specific plugin, uh, which I'll post a link to my uh, blog post about functionality plugins uh, in on the WPCandy.com blog. But it's a site-specific plugin that I've created just for myself, and all that I'm doing with it is – um, basically removing elements of the dashboard to see how often I really use them. So right now, all that I'm focused on is the dashboard menu. So I use, and I'm also one of those people who talks about, you know, use a lot of plugins, use as many as you want, uh, um, because I think that it's sort of on the the plugin developers, it's the plugin developer's responsibility to make their plugin play well. And if it doesn't, then that shouldn't be put on the users. Users should feel the freedom to use as many um, WordPress plugins as they see fit for their site. Uh, you know, keeping in mind, I guess, responsible use. But in any case, so I have like 70 plus plugins running. I have 76 plugins active on my site right now. And I also have probably like 15 custom post types. There's all sorts of stuff on WP Candy. But I was sitting there the other day and I realized I really don't click on many of these menu items all that often. So I've been getting rid of almost all of them. So right now I probably only have six or seven sort of uh, dashboard menu items. And... Uh, no, and I see the mention in the chat room. I am responsible, and, and there's not a whole lot of stuff output uh, to the to the, the website itself, which is something that takes more care on my part because a lot of plugin developers don't think about that kind of stuff. Um, but I agree with you that if you use if you use plugins a lot, it will output a lot of stuff to the front page and to the dashboard of your site. But I don't think that should be the user's responsibility to monitor. I think it should be plugin developers doing a better job. Anyway, that's off topic, but. So basically, I have this plugin that removes menu pages, uh, and in this case, I'm probably removing 15 of them that are normally there. So things like tools, comments. Uh, I think I removed um, uh, 
well, a few custom post types that aren't relevant to everybody, but basically as many as I, I looked at and said, well, I haven't probably clicked on that in a week. And I'm removing them and, and sort of doing an experiment where any time that I need to access that page and I have to either re-enable it or, you know, visit that URL, I'm going to sort of keep a, a, a log of how many times I actually use that page and see over the next 6, 10, 12 weeks or so how often I really actually use a lot of these links. Because just like we were talking about, you know, 100 plus things that are clickable on the WordPress dashboard, I'm wondering how many of these I really need to be staring at in the face all the time. So that's just sort of a side note. It's not really a pick. It's more of just an idea that I'm experimenting with, and we'll see how it goes. In any case, uh, do you guys have anything you want to mention? I guess my, my pick would be, since I was dealing with that whole landing page scenario, there's a plugin called uh, WP Supersized, which does almost essentially the same thing as what I was trying to do for my landing page, except that it allows you to, uh, it'll rotate between several um, several different images. Instead of just one static image, uh, you can kind of fade in transition to a to another full size uh landing page image. So wait, which um, one's that? What's it called? It's called uh WordPress WP Supersize. Okay. Um yeah, it's pretty cool. I just didn't want to use a plugin. I, I figured it'd be a little bit easier just to kind of modify the CSS and try to do it that way. So cool. Yep. That's my only pick for the week, I guess. Well uh two will come to mind here. I was just uh in the chat room talking about um you know, we're talking about plugins that are sloppily developed um, that uh, you know put a bunch of JavaScript files that load on every page load or whatever. Um, I've been going down the W3 total cache rabbit hole, which I think we talked about last show as well. Um, but in it, it has functionality to um, minify all the JavaScript files and basically cram it all into one. Now, I guess technically all that uh, JavaScript is still loading on the page. But at least it's not another request. It's probably only you know a couple k of you know a text file basically to, to transfer. So hopefully that'll at least mitigate the fact that plugins are poorly poorly coded. But um, uh, you know again, this still doesn't fix the issue, but at least mitigates it a little bit. Um, but the, the other plugin that I've really been using a lot here the last couple of days um, is called uh, Micro Kids Related Posts. I think the official name for it in the plugin direct directory is related posts for WordPress. And I'll drop a link into the chat here. Yeah, I got it. Um, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, I realized that you know related posts, most of these plugins that do it automatically by combing uh, either tags or or categories. I've heard they're very server intensive, and I'm still for most of my sites running on a shared environment. And don't necessarily want to get that call or get shut down and get a call from my host that says, "Sorry, you can't, you can't do that here." Right. Um, uh, but definitely for one of the sites I'm running, uh, the the site author is writing most of the content. Kind of, um, I'm not even sure how he got this idea of doing this, but um, at the bottom of each page, basically said, "Okay, well, based on what you know, not not saying this out loud, but you know, kind of keep reading. If you're reading about this, here are the other five pages that you should probably see as well." Uh, kind of a manually created or manually curated uh, you know, list there. Um, so I, I uh, downloaded this plugin, kind of resigning, resigning my fact, resigning myself to the fact that it was going to have to be automated, and I was going to have to hack around some system using a special tag or a special category. Um, but then got in there and found out that there was from the post, the post editor or the page edit screen, um, a way to you know, manually search for pages and posts and, and say that they're related. 
Um, and then I took uh, the, the code that it outputs and then styled it to look like my theme. So um, I'm kind of excited about that right now. I think you know, kind of related posts, uh, related um, kind of links to each page is going to kind of hopefully improve some um, time on site and, and reduce some, some bounce rates by kind of priming the pump for what, you know, what could be next or in a person's mind or a mind map, you know, if they're talking about this one thing, maybe they'll be all be more likely to click, um, to click a link at the bottom of the page rather than having to go back up into the navigation structure each time and, and kind of go from there. Makes sense. Yeah. There are a couple of, of plugins out there for, and, and I guess techniques for, uh, doing related posts and, and kind of like you, the one that the stuff that I'm most interested in anymore is the stuff that's manually curated rather than automatically generated. Um, because unless I, there just aren't that many times I tend to try to build things for myself because I, uh, or at least start by building something for myself and then test it and see how many other people out there are like me. <laughs> uh, right. But I mean, I don't click on related posts hardly ever. Um, and I think the only time when I would be tempted if, is if it seemed that it, that it was something that was actually curated by the author that right. they said, these are actually things that you should check out. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're thinking about it because a lot of people will approach it as almost something that they should just add to their site. Like, oh, I need it's, a related post plugin to automatically pull in stuff. It's another widget or whatever to, to cram in the sidebar to fill it up a little bit. Yeah, and, and I don't think that that's a smart way to, to build uh, nice experiences. So. Or maybe I should uh, grab the Thirsty Affiliates plugin and see if those are actually being clicked. I mean, that'd be one way to actually track the stuff. I think uh, uh, when you set up something like that, it'll be... Because um, obviously you've had analytics running on that site for a while, and I would be interested to see what the difference was, you know, with uh, time on site after adding some of that stuff in. Because, you know, the question is, you know, with everything that's added or taken away from, from a page, it's it's best to sort of analyze and figure out, okay, did this harm or hurt the site uh, or, or, I guess, improve things for people? Um, yeah, well, I, that would have been smart. and. I Plus, also, my analytics are still reeling from uh, the hack. It's the same site that we had the hack oh, on right, here. Oh, right, right. So still recovering there. So, back. so yeah, I went from having like you know 20,000 page views a month back down to the uh, you know where it should be around 1,000 or 1,200. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it'll be a while before I can actually have any real stats again. Right. Cool. It's almost as if you should go back to having the hack site for traffic purposes. Oh, yeah. There you go. You know, then you could say you have that uh, much traffic. You know, uh, Weaver, I think your ideas get worse the further into the show. Like, at the end of the show, all of your ideas are terrible. I think last week you were like, oh, I'm just going to buy some Twitter followers. It was a joke, but still, these things you throw out at the end are just awful, awful things. Yeah, well, I'm trying to encourage the, the negativity of the web. I just It makes me happy sometimes. Well, good, good. Plus, if your ideas are too bad, Ryan will just play you off the stage like he's doing right now. Well, well this is a, <laughs> we're try, all getting played off the stage. Try, trying our little our little wrap up uh, background music here. The wrap yeah. it up box. The wrap it up box. Always wrap it up. Uh, which tends it, it, it uh, is playing through not too bad. It, it rotates okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that pretty much does it for this week's weekly theme show. Uh, we'll put the show notes obviously up on wpcandy.com. Uh, in the future, if you'd like to catch us, where you're usually on Tuesday afternoons at wpcandy.com slash stream, but there is a broadcast schedule there where you can see exactly when we'll be coming up next, and you can subscribe to that to be notified of when we're going live. 
Uh, let's see. If you listen to us via iTunes, uh, you can always drop in and give us a review there because that's how a lot of people will find our WordPress podcast on there. Uh, let's see. Twitter, at Ryan Immel, at Nicholas underscore Weaver, and at FTW. And there's also WP Candy, at WP Candy. Any other stuff I'm forgetting, guys? Oh, theme show at WPCandy.com. If you have a theme that you would like uh, potentially to be reviewed by us on the show, you can always send us a copy of your theme there or you know get in touch with us. Uh, in whatever way is easiest for you. But if you let us know, we'll probably take a look at it, but no promises because who knows what will happen. And I think that's pretty much it, right? I think so too, yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for checking it out. Uh, Thanks, you guys, for uh, joining us in the chat room and everything else, and we'll talk to everybody again next week. Laters. Bye, guys.